When you experience a negative emotion, would you choose this? The answer is no. Or as my guest today shares, hell no. Welcome to Love featuring your host, Jane Donovan. The sun shines bright as it moves across my face. I feel the light. Back in the early 70s as a young child, I first heard we only use 10% of our brains. This instinctively just didn't make sense to me. Why would we not use all of our brain? And I wanted to know what the other 90% was for. And so started my fascination into the mind, which led to curiosities about telepathy, intuition, emotional processing, psychic ability, the subconscious and superconscious, and much more. In the early 80s, I bought a book that back then was banned from being sold in Australia. The book was called Super Learning. I was only able to purchase this as, at the time, I was working at a university where restrictions for regular bookshops didn't exist. I learned in this book about the power of the subconscious mind and just how powerful it really could be. This fascination never really left me. However, over time, other curiosities took its place. Until recently. As many of you know, I've loved following Dr. Emoto's work. He's better known as the water crystal man. I feel it's the basis of much of my learnings and teachings and understandings, that everything is vibration and our intent is a very powerful creator. Dr. Emoto's work with water, however, led me to Dr. Darren Wiesman's work with blood, where the power of intent has the same results. This then led me to a few close friends who trained in Dr. Wiesman's work, known as the Lifeline Technique. Now, if you want to hear more from Darren and his amazing work, have a listen to episode 114. I'll pop the link in the show notes where we got to chat with him for quite a while. This technique really helps people to tap into their subconscious mind, the one that so often runs the show and has us struggling often to understand what's really going on. Now, while the lifeline technique is much more than what we'll be touching on today, one of the elements fascinates me, the muscle reflex testing element. This is a simple tool that used to tap into the subconscious mind and get some answers. I've experienced muscle testing both through kinesiology as well as through this technique. And while they're both completely different, I wanted to learn how to do a simple reflex muscle test. It's time for Heart Talk. My guest today is a true heart-centered goddess. Katrina Huskis is a master lifeline practitioner at the Lifeline Wellness Center. She is deeply dedicated to personal improvement and openly acknowledges that processing emotion is the single most important thing a person can do to achieve their optimal health and most vital self. So this was definitely my go-to goal to learn more about the subconscious mind, when to use muscle testing, and possibly, more importantly, when not to use it. And finally, I asked Katrina to teach us how to muscle test ourselves. Yes, we are teaching this with audio only. (laughs) I start by asking Katrina, is it possible to tap into the subconscious mind with muscle reflex testing? And find the answer to any question? Well, I believe so. And in my experience, I use muscle reflex testing every day on myself or with my children or with clients just to check on where I'm at 
Or if I'm having a great day, I might not use muscle reflex testing at all because there's no part of me that wants support and guidance. But ultimately, the reflex of the muscle is present in our system for a reason. And I don't necessarily know exactly why that is, but I know that doctors test it for babies when they're born. Can they grip? Will they have a reactive response? If I touch them in a certain way, it shows a sense of development. So it's there for a reason. The way I use muscle reflex testing is actually to talk with a subconscious mind because that's what I do with work. I think that the most important thing that we can do is process emotion. So to process emotion, we first have to recognize which emotion we are either in alignment with or triggered by. And because the subconscious mind is 90 to 98% of a reactive experience that we're really unaware of, it's that metaphor that below the surface there is experiences we haven't fully gone through yet. Muscle reflex testing is a gorgeous way to support us to go in and find that emotion and harmonize it to a higher frequency. I use infinite love and gratitude. Some people might use meditation. Some people might say, thank you, I love you, right? For me, muscle reflex testing was a foreign concept before I came across the lifeline technique. So what I want to do is I want to share with you how a simple bent arm muscle reflex test can support you. So the first thing that we want to do with muscle reflex testing is come from your heart, always come from your heart because the reactive mind being subconscious in nature is designed to protect you from experiences that may have held an energy that has limited or inhibited you from really stepping forward into your power. I just imagine people listening going, well, how do I get into my heart? Mm. Well, I, or is that, is that 10 hours of a podcast in itself? Well, <laughs> it could potentially be. You know, uh, there really is to me and honesty that comes with it. So we're busy people. I get it. We are in our pain and our challenges and our fear-based thinking, you know, quite a bit. There's conversations with anxiety and depression and worry. And I know that stuff is real. And yet all it really does take is a flip of a switch in the way that you're perceiving in a moment to say, hey, I would never choose to be experiencing this way what else could I think instead? What I else love. could I choose instead? All right, I am in anxiety right now. I am in fear-based thinking. Would I choose it? No. Okay, there's the flip. You just Would I life. choose it? Would, Would I, I choose it? it is such a powerful word, isn't it? Because the I, answer is always going to be no, isn't it? It's actually going to be hell no, right? Hell no. <laughs> it's really quite profound moment but it can happen in an instant so how do you get into your heart you choose it right you choose it so if and you make sure that it's coming with intention to choose it so you know when people say choose love over fear well how do you do that well you choose it you say i i choose love find a language in for yourself you know for me i do i'm in fear I'm in 
frustration and anger at the kids that didn't get their lunches organized this morning and I said it was time, you know, whatever's coming up for me, would I choose this feeling of frustration and anger at my children first thing in the morning? No, actually, hell no. So as soon as I've asked would I choose that and I know the answer is no, then I have the opportunity. I've already flipped that switch because I've identified and observed something which I now can influence. And so the conscious mind is the mind that influences. So we always use muscle reflex testing with intention and a conscious intent to shift reactionary patterns of what might be coming up or to make to get support to understand a choice that needs to be made between the hell yes and the hell no. Now, a muscle reflex test is actually used in um, practitioners like kinesiologists or chiropractors who test for weak spots in the body. How I do it is test for reactionary gaps within my conscious mind and my subconscious mind, and I do that through emotion. You know, I'm a visual, I'm kinesthetic, I'm visual as well. However, how I always imagine this is like right in the middle of your forehead, there's a point, you know, that's the infinite mind of your thought to be creative, right? So right now as I'm talking to you, Dana, I'm touching the middle of my forehead and there's a point there. Now behind that point is the pineal gland, which is what we activate when we're meditating. And when we're meditating, we are setting an intention to consciously access our highest vibration but sometimes those reactionary thought patterns are going to come in and move us away so so too can emotions so too can a trigger like what you see or smell or taste or touch or feel so how I imagine it is oh okay I'm I'm well and truly in a reactive part of my mind and I just imagine like you know um when you go I've just been to Bali so I'm thinking about Bali and I'm thinking about all those kids that love to play on the water slide at that water bomb park it's really a slide. It's so easy. It's a slide. Just bring your four finger on your forehead down to your heart. Bam. And just imagine you're sliding into it. And water is about emotion for me. So to slide from your head to your heart is about sliding into the emotion of whatever's going on. And your heart is your compass. It's your emotional compass. No, it's excitement. Excitement holds strong in a muscle reflex just so you know you're on target with that feeling even if it is a funky feeling now if the funky feeling is sitting in a place in your heart that doesn't feel so great and it's more of a funk than a funky then we can go and access emotion using muscle reflex testing to harmonize it and how I do it is I use a hand mudra which means I love you in American and actually Australian sign language and it's like you go to give a high five, you bring down your ring and your middle finger and you're left with your pinky and your forefinger and your thumb extended. You place it over your heart and with true intention of that funk feeling, you would say infinite love and gratitude and you just say it till it shifts. Muscle reflex testing will then allow you to know whether the shift has occurred. So muscle reflex testing is just, it's, it's amazing but it's just a tool for confirmation of what your heart already knows. So I can teach it. I can teach how to do a muscle reflex test, but ultimately the greatest instructor of your compass, of your G North, is always your heart. So if you can slide in that little waterfall from the funky mind into that amazing heart that will always lead you to your truth, then you're on the money. 
been abundant, you know, and I'm, you know, when I say on the money, it may very well be gorgeous cash flow, or it could be the abundance of all the things in your life that you are manifesting, creating, and inspired to go for. Because there's a lot of really cool uses for this, isn't there? Like we have a mutual friend who recently sat a very heavy exam. And at the end of the exam, she quickly went through and muscle tested every answer. And I think it was an exam of several hundred questions. Mm. And she just muscle tested to make sure she'd got every single one right. Well, Mm -hmm. she did. She got the 100%. And I've heard of people that go shopping. (laughs) And they go shopping and they'll hold two products and muscle test which one is best for my body. And instead of reading all that fine print jargon that I struggle to understand of, you know, this product contains whatever. What a fast way and efficient way to know which is the right one for your body. Oh, I, I love think there's that. There's so many cool things that. you can use this for that kind of are those yes, no answers. There's, there's for sure ways that you can use just to support you to feel um, in alignment with your choice. Don't use it to make the choice. Make your choice and then see right. am I in alignment with it. That's how right. I would use it because then you're actually still actioning your free will choice, muscle right. reflex testing. Like your friend still had to sit her examination. She still had to answer all the questions. What she was doing at the end of that was saying, is there anything else? Is there anything more that I can do here to support this experience for me? And for her, she nailed it. The answer was no, there's nothing more I need to do. When there's um, a body product that you want to use, I I, um, I actually have used muscle reflex testing to test the quality of fruit that I choose in the shops. Oh, I've, I've used clever. it um, at the end of, say, I've written a report for work and um, it's something that I need to send out as an email. I'll do similar to what your friend did and I'll, I'll muscle reflex test. Is there anything else that I need to include or support here? Um, and if there is, then I'll add it. You know, if a muscle reflex test goes, yes, Katrina, you know, somewhere in your subconscious, you know, there's more work to be done. And then, and there's a part, if you're muscle reflex testing, there's a part of you that already knows that. Yes. You're looking for validation. For validation. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, So um, what's another example? Oh, what was another example I was thinking of before? Well, I can think of one that people would be tempted to do that I don't think is a great one. When you touched on don't let it make decisions kind of for you, where I can imagine single people dating, going out on first dates, should I should I see this guy or girl again? Yes, no. That kind mm-hmm. of thing where they are stopping the exploration of, of, of growth and experience. You know, I've been single before I, and I've gone, wow, would this person be the optimal choice for me? And I've been tempted to muscle reflex test it. <laughs> And, and I and I promise you I haven't because for me, being in your heart, consciously in your heart, will always lead you in the right direction. And if you are already in your head questioning a relationship or a potential relationship or a potential person, then you're not actually in your heart to muscle reflex test anyway. It's going to get a wacky response and then you'll be I don't know if this muscle reflex testing is working I'm not sure if I got it right and if you don't like the answer then I'll reflex test. can you reflex test for me it's like you're not even in your heart to muscle reflex test you shouldn't be doing it what I have done though in relationship with muscle reflex testing is recognize a trigger's come up for me and I've 
really wanted to go at my partner and say exactly what I wanted to say. And, you know, I've spent some proportion of my life learning how to speak the truth. So that would be good for me to speak my truth. And I'm going to speak my truth in this moment. And I'm going to say exactly what I want. And then there's a part of me that goes, hang on. Yes, that is your truth right now. But is the truth being spoken right now going to support the longevity of a healthy relationship? If you speak it in this way right now as much as you want to. And I'll be like, okay, is uh, my muscle reflex test is right now the optimal time to speak my truth? It gives way and I'm like, no. And I already know the answer. No, it's not because I'm coming from a reactive headspace place, a triggered place. Can I, can I give it a day, two days, three days? Yeah, okay. In three days' time, I'll revisit if I actually want to say that. Wow, that's powerful. And in three days, you've given yourself time and space. You know what happens in three days? Things have shifted. Things have changed. There's been another way of approaching something. You might have had another aha moment that went, ooh, what I was just triggered by was actually something that was mirrored in me. And you know what? That's my stuff. That's not your stuff. So I actually need to speak that truth to me. And then it doesn't need to be said. And guess what? The relationship thrives because the self-development work's done by taking your power back and owning, owning the stuff. So mm, I nice. do the reflex testing to catch myself out in a moment just to, because again, what is it? It's wanting validation that I can say whatever I want whenever I want. Well, you know, good, good on me if I want to, but am I ready for the consequences? Do nice I, example. Do I choose reactive parts of me or do I choose love? And in that moment, as much as I want to have my say as a woman on the planet, I choose love. You know, and it turns out to be self-love when you do that, which yes. is what will always be the guide for creating healthy reciprocal relationships with the people around you. And if it's not my partner, it's with my children. And don't get me wrong, Jane, sometimes I'm crazy. And I, in you know, in that sense of crazy with the triggers that are going on and it feels so overwhelming, I don't know how to tap into um, being conscious so that's why I've got my beautiful hand merger of infinite love and gratitude in that moment that I'll use with intention and, um, and see where it takes me. I think that's an awesome example of how to use this. Should we get into learning how do we do this? For sure. All right. So we, what I use is a simple bent arm muscle reflex test. So you have an arm and it doesn't matter which arm you use. I always muscle reflex test my dominant arm. So um, I use my non-dominant hand to muscle reflex test my dominant arm. That's oh, that's I a good say. point because I would have automatically gone the other way. Yeah, and it doesn't really matter how you do it, but I feel comfortable doing it that way. So play with it. So I'm going to get you to get your right arm. Yes. If it's not injured and you're okay to use it. Yes. And I want you to put your elbow into your waist. And have the rest of, I don't even know what that's called, your, your forearm your forearm and your hand extended. So you're at a 90-degree angle. So, you know, your, your elbow is designed to sit at your hip and your forearm and your hand are out. And I want you to imagine and relax your shoulder, take a breath, you know, take breathing gets you into your heart too. That's really a good thing to know. Imagine with your hand that you're holding a litre 
bucket of water. Now with your other hand, so I'm using my right hand at the 90 degree angle, with your other hand, with your left hand, I want you to bring it up and place it over your wrist. And in your mind or out loud, you are going to say to yourself, Jane or Katrina, hold strong. And what you're saying is hold strong to holding on to that litre bucket of water. Now, with the other hand, you're going to push down. Just push down. And what you're looking for is to be able to push down on the bent arm until you can't push down anymore, till you find what we call a zero-point lockout. So you tell me when you've got that, Jane. Yep, got it. All right. Push gently. Yes. Or push really hard. That is not going to go anywhere. It's not going anywhere at all. It's It's not moving. I know. You're a rock star right now. Now, when you let go of that um, that feeling of pushing down or matching the resistance, your arm will give way. When you let go, there's a reflex that happens with the oh, yes. arm and it boings up. Yes. There's a really intelligent word for describing muscle reflex. No, I like boing up. That's it, good. It boings. it boings. It just boings. So that is your zero point. That's your starting point for knowing whether it's a strong reflex or a weak reflex. Now, that's a strong reflex muscle, what we just demonstrated. So as you relax and take a breath, I'm going to get you to do it again. So arm in, bent arm in, 90 degrees, and you'd say hold strong, right? You find it. Yep, got it. Let it go. So you know you've got it. You you feel comfortable with the indicator muscle locking out. Now, I'm going to get you to say this. I'm going to get you to say, my name is Jane. My name is Jane. And then you say, hold strong, because you're talking to yourself. You're talking to your subconscious, right? So hold strong. And I want you to do the same thing. Match your resistance as you push. It's strong. Right, it's strong. Okay. And when you let go, what happens? It just flops out. Yeah. Flops Flops out. out. That's another very good technical (laughs) term. I love it. Blinking and flopping out. (laughs) Blinking and flopping. Now, um, so this time, so you know who you are. In that moment, you are Jane. The muscle reflex test is strong. You have a strong indicator muscle. You're totally in alignment with all of your truth. It's you. Yes. Now, um, you know, what's, what's your grandmother saying? Elvie. Elvie. Oh, I love that. That's really cool. Say this. Say, my name is Elvie. My name is Elvie. Okay. Now, same skin. <gasps> I did it. What just happened? It just dropped down. Like the wrist just, it, there was, it, I couldn't hold strong. And, and like what? the arm, my wrist bent and my arm dropped down. So you went past zero point. So oh. do it again. My name is Elvie. My That's name it. is Elvie. Yeah, try and find zero point. What happens? I can't find it. You can't, why? Because it's going past it, right? Yes. Goes past zero point, lockout, because are you Elvie? No. No. Infinite love and gratitude, right? So you are not Elvie, you are Jane. You have just recognized that there's a gap in that state of your being. So say it again. My name is Jane. Tell me what my happened. Name, my name is Jane. I'm in. <gasps> Super so strong. strong. Yeah. So strong. Right. So there you go. So you found the difference between a strong indicator muscle and a weak indicator muscle. So whenever you want a muscle reflex test, it's a good starting point. So I would say, my name is Katrina, hold strong Katrina, and I would push down, match my resistance, you know, and I would 
see if I could find that strong indicator muscle? Yes. And then I would say, well, my grandmother's name's Mariana. And I cannot find zero point because what happens is I go past the zero point. It's not my truth. I'm not in alignment with being my grandmother, even though we got the same DNA. It's not who I am, right? So then I would say again, my name is Katrina. And then I find that strong indicator muscle lockout. That is your starting point. I always do that just to see where I'm at. So the next thing I want to play with you is with emotion. Same deal, Jane. Bring that arm in. Mm-hmm. Extend it out. Imagine like you're holding a litre bucket of water. Yep. Find the zero point, right? Yep. And let go. Take a breath. This time I'm going to invite you to say love, love, love. Love, love, love. Now, as you muscle reflex test with your, you know, your hand just gently over the wrist of the bent arm, what happens? It's so solid. It's, it's a, really solid. Well, that's because you're the love life goddess, my darling. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that, but thank you very much. That's a lovely compliment. You know, you know what usually happens with a vibration of love? People know it. You know, we are born on this planet in, in pure love, regardless of how we came into the world. Our spirit is pure love. So on, on that beautiful essence of the truth of who we are, love is who we are. So we are, we are aligned with love. So it's a great emotion to check in on, right? Love. Now say fear, fear, fear. Fear, fear, fear. No, then, I can't get it. Right. It, it, it's, it just is doing exactly the same as when I said my name is Elvie. Right. So it gives way. There is a gap between the conscious part of you and the reactive part of you. So when we're muscle reflex testing and you've got a strong indicator muscle, I call that the conscious, the conscious muscle. Right. When it gives way, it's not that it's weak. It's not that it's wrong. It's not that there's something that's broken. What it is, it's creating a gap. And the, the distance between the strong indicator muscle and, you know, not definitively, it just means that there is some people give a big gap when they muscle reflex test. Others have a little small movement that goes past zero point. So it's not about the distance of the gap, but what it does represent is a strong indicator muscle is the conscious and anything below the zero point lockout, you're in a reactive state. Right. So fear, fear, fear isn't harmonized to a conscious state of being. There is a right. gap there. Would you choose fear? No. No. Hell so, no. Hell no, right? <laughs> now, I'm going to always leave you with love. So say love, love, love. Love, love, love. And then recheck your muscle. Oh, so strong. So so there's, you know, people say it's a yes or a no. You know, is it yes or is it a no? For me, it's, you know, there's a part of me that's consciously aligned. That's a strong indicator muscle. And if it's a weak indicator muscle, that's a part of me that's not consciously aligned. So that's a great way to use it for emotion. Sometimes if you've got choices, that you might want to make, right? And it could be, you know, when I get up tomorrow morning, what time do I want to set my alarm for that's going to give me the optimal rest? Maybe. That's a really good ah. Okay? And, you know, you know that you've got to get up between 6 or 7. Yes. <laughs> Just for instance, you might want to say, okay, do I set my alarm at 6, 6.30 or 7? Right. Now, and, and it's just, you know, okay, what do I want to do? Now, the muscle reflex testing in this way is where you're going to find the choice for you. 
that will support you. It, you know, but it will be the one that gives way. It'll so one I just did way. that because that's actually is my choice tomorrow morning between six and seven. Okay, great. And so six held strong. Six thirty went below zero, and seven went below zero. Okay. So is the answer six? So if you've had two go below, it's see muscle reflex testing is always done with intention. So if you had six a.m. hold strong and the other two went weak, yes, yes, yes. Okay. Right, six would be your optimal. For me, when I'm muscle reflex testing with intention, I would I would check I would always ask the question: What time is the optimal time for me? to wake up now in a choice of three i'm going to check for the one that gives way right, right. okay so, so it should therefore be six thirty. it could be so for but me when i ask that question is it six it holds strong is it six thirty? it gives way is it seven holds strong six thirty. so for me the optimal point and this is where people get a little bit confused but right. six thirty gave way in a choice that's the one that's demonstrating. Oh, okay. But because I had seven also go weak, it means it was six. You went in with the intention of which one for me will hold strong. That will be the one that I picked. Right. So that was about my intent. Absolutely. Of how so I want the answer demonstrated. Reflex test without conscious intention. So, you know, if I was muscle reflex testing for you because we can surrogate for other people, and is it 6, 6.30, 7? For you, 6.30. Now, you said to me 6.30 and 7 went weak? Yes. Right. It's 6.30. Because I went in with the intention of which one out of these three will be the one that demonstrates where Jane wakes up. (laughs) What's my optimal? And and it it will... highlight it highlights it highlights which one right doing muscle reflex testing to assess an emotion that i want to find when i'm running a lifeline session with someone and it might be um out of three emotions it might be let's see if we need to process fear anxiety or anger i would muscle reflex test is it fear hold strong that's strong no it's not fear is it anxiety? No. That was strong. Is it anger? Yes. That gave way. That gave way. Anger gave way. There's a reactive part that I need to process for emotion with anger. So straight away, whenever my muscle testing gives way when it's in relation to emotion, I harmonize by doing the infinite love and gratitude hand mudra over my heart until that anger shifts. So to clarify, just going back to where I tested all three, what is easier or to to not confuse the beginner like me is that if you're holding strong, the first question you ask, if that went weak, that is your answer. Correct. Stop asking more questions. Yep. You can check. You can check to see what the others do. Right. You can check because if if a couple go weak, then you know you've narrowed it down. (laughs) And then you must do reflex test between those two. Out of these two options, which one gives way? So the so what I did initially was demonstrate to you how to get a strong indicator muscle. My name is Jane. Hold strong. Yes. My name is Elvie. No, it's not. That's a weak indicator muscle that gave way. My name is Jane. Hold strong. That's strong. Right. I know what a strong muscle is 
and I know what a give way muscle feels like. Now I have a choice. I want to check for that product on the shelf. You know, I want to get some moisturizer and I've read the ingredients and I know that it's all beautiful, natural and healthy and it's not tested on animals and it's got all those yummy qualities that I want. But, you know, one smells prettier and the other one feels creamier or, you know, which. So, you know, all of that aside, my intention is what is the most optimal moisturizer for me? You know, and it sounds pretentious, but, you know, women, no, women, like, that, right? women like a nice moisturizer. So if you're using it in this way and it's a safe way to practice, it's a safe way to practice, then you would you'd choose this is one or this is two or you'd use the brand name. Is it this or this? Right. And you would say, hold strong to number one, number two. Number two gives way. Number two gives way. I would choose number two. Oh, now you see, I would have gone the wrong way there. So it depends on your intention. Oh, I see. So in so my default seems like intention without overthinking this is that I'm looking for a stronghold. I'm looking for a lockout on the yes. Okay. But you were looking for a... Below zero yeah, for a and, yes. And maybe, and maybe I might need to clarify this. So you are correct. If I've got three products and the muscle gives way on one, that's the one I want. That's if the one. I've got two pro- that's probably where it is. So if I've got two products and the muscle holds strong, then I'd go, yes, that's optimal for me. Right. I get it. So I get me, it. Do you want me to yes. explain that again? No, no, no. I get that. That's right. good. Okay. That's so, awesome. So because I'm so used to muscle reflex testing for four or five different experiences or emotions, and I will always choose the one that gives way because that is the the one with the most resistance and the one we need to harmonize. That's the one I'm working on. You know, another way of looking at it, would this be correct in, in my understanding that the giving way can also, though, is because you're looking for, shall we use the word negative? You're looking for the... the, the the, the, is not the, the, right the word. one that you're in the state of resistance to. Yes, yes. yes for sure. First, now, yes. So when I explained that with two products, I what I would normally do is if it gave way, I would harmonise to it if right. it was between the two. Because right. it doesn't, it really, honestly, when you come from your heart and you want to, so maybe there's a part of me that that smelt prettier and I would choose the, sm- the smell over the feel, then then if I want that, you can still have that. Yeah, exactly. I'm a big fan of that. If you feel the love, do it. So just say, you know, for me, I'd go infinite love and gratitude. I I see that that might be more optimal, but I'm going to choose this, but I'm going to harmonize to it. I know that there will be a vibrational frequency that I can, that I can come into alignment with if I come from my heart space, choosing it rather than my head space. I'm going to share a really funny little story now, Katrina. Do it. Between you and me. Yes, do it. So one of my many times of um, exploring not smoking, Katrina had me write, I love you, on my cigarettes <laughs> before I smoked them. Now, I'm laughing because I had this packet of cigarettes and all these little love words written on them, and yet that was so in alignment with everything I believe from Dr. Emoto's work around the water and blessings and changing the structure of things about coming from love, not coming from fear, all of the big philosophies that I believe so strongly in my life. That actually is a perfect example of it, isn't it? Either through scientific research or through an experience of your body feeling funky with it, um, if you're going to choose something that's not so great for you, 
and you want to choose it anyway, choose it with love. Do it with love. You know, I eat my fair share of chocolate and my fair share of gluten and my fair share of coffee. I don't smoke and I'm not an excessive drinker, but if I did, I'd be doing it with love for sure because then you come from that place of gratitude that your body can process all these chemicals or all these toxins, that your body is an intelligent system designed to heal, to regenerate and be whole. But rather than eating, drinking, making love from a place of reactive fear-based thinking, do it from a place of conscious love. It feels different. It feels different. Even if you're in a reactive place, like for me, Sometimes I absolutely know that I'm in a reactive place and I want to do it anyway, so I honour that part of me and I say I'm going to do it anyway. So it's going to taste like the best thing that I've ever had. Now, if I do that from a place of actually honestly coming from a heart-centred vibration, it will be. If I do it from a place of saying I want to do it and have a tantrum, stop my feet and do it anyway, then I'm going to have a sore tummy later on or, I, you know, I'll break out or I'll get the runs. <laughs> so it's, it's really a sense of use muscle reflex testing to guide you. Don't use it to influence your life. Only you can do that and only you can do it from a heart space. I promise you if you follow your heart, your head will follow and go, yeah, oh, no, that's a better choice. That feels good. Let's do that instead. That's a beautiful way to end this, Katrina. You're amazing. Intention. Affirmation for the week. In alignment with the aha moment I had with Katrina over flipping the switch on the question, would I choose this? And realizing that any negative emotion, the answer will always be no. I encourage you to set your intent for this week to catch those thoughts and feelings and flick the switch on them. Choose love. Always choose love. So here's my affirmation for the week. I acknowledge this feeling as one that I do not choose. I choose love, infinite love and gratitude. If you would like to contact Katrina to book into a session with her, please head to her Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash katrina.huskis or head to the lifelinecenter.com with the American spelling of center. I've got the links in the show notes to make it easy for you. If you enjoyed today's episode, then I would love it if you shared it with your family and friends or jump onto iTunes and give the show a rating. Five star one would be fabulous. And until next week, always choose love. Life is perfect, I'm not trying, it's just happening.